This is the Hour of Power with Ben and Courtney. Hey everyone, this is Kobe and this is episode one of the Hour of Power. It's a little frosty here in Redding, North California as winter's on its last legs, but this room is anything but cold because I'm here with Ben and Courtney and we are fired up to come to you with powerful dialogue from people who are pillars of strength in our community. Yeah. So Courtney, tell me in a banana peel, what is your background? My background, so as you know, I am Australian. I was born and raised in Perth, Western Australia. And for years I was a competitive swimmer and I competed at national championships. Um, One thing that really spoke to me all my life was the club I initially trained with. It had Olympic athletes competing on the world stage and being a part of an elite swimming program. I really saw what it took to be world-class and the inspiration and the hard work that you can have results and can achieve really motivated me to be excellent in all areas of my life. My education, it's my work, or my relationships or friendships. And I think being an athlete, I really practice casting vision for the direction of my own life and tapping into my internal compass. So over my teenage years, that, that really formed and shaped my thinking, my outview on life. And it was about 17 years of age, I transitioned from being an athlete to actually becoming a coach. And the transition of life from centering about me as an athlete and what I needed to achieve and my personal athletic goals, it really switched because I needed to then use every tool in my tool belt to challenge and equip and train the next generation of Australian elite athletes. So my goal was to put athletes on the Olympic teams in Australia or world teams. And I started a swimming club from scratch. It was at a college pool in the city. And I think I coached for about 15 years and I created a competitive swimming club that had the learn to swim school. So the grassroots of the sport feeding straight into the junior athlete squads and then the senior competitive programs and training young athletes for the pool and what we call open water competitions in Australia. So um, during those years, I was really stretched in so many ways because when you run a business, especially I was, you know, young, young 20s, Um, But yeah, when you run a business, you're the manager of everything. So clients, employees, you're the accountant, you're the banking person, marketing, advertising, even public relations. Um, I just felt like my finger was in so many pies. And I think I really had a really strong vision of putting young people on national teams. And it was me who was driving the momentum and really steering the ship. The swimming club I ran was called Kingsway Swimming Club. And it was a long journey to really establish that business and I, I don't know what the statistics are, but majority of businesses don't really see the seven-year mark. So I think it's the real strong framework that you establish at the beginning and a strong vision for why am I even running this operation and my heart behind it that kept it really going. And swim, co- swim coaching was my passion and my business, but during the day hours, <clears throat> I was not in pool deck. I worked in government. And that was my degree field, so I was an environmental health officer as well. So I'd kind of two lives almost and um, I guess that's a whole other world of managing personalities and community engagement and health services to a population but business and creating successful teams that are driving towards a vision is really what inspires me and that is one of the aspects of my husband Ben who's here as well I really love about him (laughs) (laughs) Ben um, I think 
he has big ideas and that's something very attractive about him and he's lived business, especially in the main agricultural distribution centre in Perth. Um, Matt, who's his friend, runs APB and they've created a great business. But, oh, I'll let you, I'll let Ben dialogue that. So. Yeah, thank you. So a bit of my, my background, I guess, in terms of paper-wise, I had a trade certificate as a heavy vehicle technician. However, it wasn't until after I finished my trade that I somewhat bumbled actually into the markets. I just had an opportunity through my uncle and my close friend Matt and I initially began with just just working as a boy on a forklift just picking and packing orders so there's a lot of lifting crates, manual labouring sort of role and they provided the opportunity for me to and a pathway for me to take into sales and then eventually they started up their own business and, and b- or bought into a shell of a company and brought all their wealth of knowledge, all their resources, all their relationships with both farmers and so our suppliers are the farmer side and then your buyers, which is anywhere from wholesalers, supermarket chain stores. So in Australia, that would be Coles, Woolworths, Aldi. That would probably translate into America as like your Costco's, your Walmart's. We'd also supply fast food chains. So there's a huge mixture of restaurants, cafes. Um, it is precisely that. It's the main distribution centre and really crucial to the supply chain of all fruit and veg that goes all around Australia and also internationally. So within that, it became working with Matt and Russell and for this company, APB, it was it just sort of opened me up to all the aspects within business because we essentially built this business from the ground up. So we got to, we were all the order picker and packers initially uh, as we're building relationships with, you know, different, uh, like I said earlier, those supplier chain stores like Coles and Woolies, they'll have set buyers and set people who fulfill those roles to buy within the market. So you're building long-term relationships and engaging with these people so you're getting to learn just personal skills of, hey, what are the expectations? Um, what uh, What is the service that I'm really providing here? How am I meeting these service and this person's needs? And, and doing that to the best of your ability. Um, and within that framework, we um, you're also dealing with data import, data output. So if I could sort of break the job up into three different aspects, you've got the grower side, farmer so obviously that's where all the produce is coming from you get to understand a whole wealth of uh, information there you know how things are grown um, weather conditions nature you know hot houses all this sort of depth to where the product's coming from and wanting to understand what is involved at the growers level because the more you understand that you understand how to set a price you understand how to work with that product and um, and best market it and you're also then integrating that with your understanding the buyer. What are they doing at their retail level? How are they setting a price? What are their prices to set for consumers? How do they understand consumer mentalities and mindsets? And you're sort of bringing those things together. And also within the business, you're understanding your own people, your, your own workplace culture. How do you build a team? And I got to see that clearly through the pathway I was allowed into and how you can create opportunities for people to step up and to grow and to develop and how they can be part of something that they know is bigger than themselves and have a goal and a vision that we're all working towards and doing community together 
And that's really what I think creates success and builds the backbone of a thriving community, however that looks, is how are we relating with one another and journeying on this together. So that's, yeah, that's a bit of my background and um, what I'm passionate about. Wonderful, Ben. Thank you for sharing that. You're definitely my guy to go to if I'm interested in anything (laughs) fruit and veg, business or marriage related. Um, I guess I'll share a little bit about my background as well. Um, As you guys know, I'm Kobe. I'm from um, upstate Rochester, New York. You! Um, (laughs) Very early on in my life, I found myself unsatisfied by the status quo and the the lifestyle that most people choose to live. Um, I found it rather small-minded and and lonely, and I just saw people all around me living below their potential. Um, I quickly found a way to direct that drive that I had through sports in high school. Um, I competed in martial arts and wow. wrestling and... Um, I just developed a love for hard work and a love for discipline. By the end of high school, I was working full-time. I graduated within three years because I was excited to get out of the house and start my life. I began nursing school, um, and uh, I also began a landscaping business at that same time. And it was a very successful business, which... I decided to give up in order to continue pursuing nursing, and I took a job in a cardiac unit at a hospital in my hometown. There I learned how to direct some of my love for hard work towards connection with people, and the hard work became more about bringing joy into people's lives and and bringing connection and wholeness to people who are experiencing hardship. Um, Through going through nursing school and working in the hospital, I had a ravenous hunger to help people. And when I was presented with this opportunity to go to Mexico to do nursing work for three months, I quickly said yes. And thank God I did because I learned so much about myself, so much about the world, so much about God. After the trip, um, I was so impacted that I converted a school bus in one week, drove across the United States to go to Bethel School of Ministry. Mm. Um, I would say the major theme or the major lesson I've learned in my life is that the pursuit of wealth and influence is almost lost without being driven by meaning and connection. There's so many stories I can hear from just that dialogue right there. That's That's fantastic. So much to dig into. Yeah. And for those listening, there is a common thread through all our, these conversations. And that's ultimately about an individual's motivation, vision, and our destiny. And the way I kind of see it is we're all athletes in this race of life and how you strategize your race and how fast you pace your laps and the hurdles you choose to jump, I think it's really going to determine the quality of your life and the fruit we experience in life as well. Mm. So, Absolutely, Courtney. 
Thank you for sharing that, and thank you for hosting us this week uh, for the Hour of Power. Next studio session, we're going to be talking about what makes a champion or a powerful person in their community and workplace.